I'm John Travis, and the question I want to talk about today is, what do I make of the world? How do I live in the world when it seems like the world is just on fire at the moment? Um, you know, I have an opportunity to eat uh, lunch with uh, uh, many of the different departments that are here or uh, with some of our coworkers or outside of here, uh, people that I may meet or vendors or suppliers. And often, especially as of late, the conversation at some point turns to what's happening around us, the state of the world. It just feels chaotic. It feels like it's changing so fast. It, it feels like sometimes the world's on fire, and we, we have inflation concerns, and we have things happening at the border, and we have wars in Ukraine, and we have uh, other adversaries that are threatening. We have uh, Supreme Court rulings that then result in uh, whatever your thoughts or opinions may be, picketing on people's front lawns. And then we have shooting after shooting after shooting here where we are uh, an hour and a half from here in Uvalde, a terrible tragedy that we continue to find more information about. And all of this is happening around us, and yet we have to live our lives. And, and what I'm finding in these conversations is people are saying, it seems like too much. What do I do? How do I live? What do you think about it? What are you doing? And so that's a lot, but I think at the moment, maybe we just talk a little bit about, you know, my thoughts on how do you live amongst the chaos for people to face, say, how do I live in a broken world? How do I live in a fallen world? And I think that's, that's the first thing, is that <clears throat> whether you're a person of faith or not, it just seems like the natural order of life is that it goes from order to disorder. Uh, in college, I studied physics and engineering and the like, and we called that entropy. It was one of the, the laws of thermodynamics is that systems of order go to disorder. And it, and it feels like that, that's our experience. You know, I'm, I'm born relatively healthy. Um, you know, I'm relatively strong in my youth, and then the longer time goes on, my body seems to fall apart. You know, I didn't have to wear glasses before, and now I'm wearing glasses not just all the time for reading, but I was watching a movie the other day, and I was like, uh-oh, I, I think I need to wear these glasses to watch the movie. You know, my joints hurt. Uh, things that I used to be able to eat, I, I, I can't. Even my mind, things that maybe used to be really quick recall now aren't. Just my experience and what I see is that we go from kind of this order to disorder. And uh, as you look back over history and we look at civilizations, you know, Rome or Greece or uh, European nations or Asian nations or even here in America, just part of the cycle, I think, of the human experience is that things over time change and Sometimes they change for the better. Sometimes they change for the worse. But there's change involved. And, and I think that's what I'm feeling now. I think that's what many of you are feeling now is that it seems like there's a lot of change. And it seems like it's happening quickly. And, and a lot of it is change that I, I don't really want to experience. And yet we're all going through it. What do I make of that? So there's a lot going on. And as I talk to folks... I kind of bring up this next thing, which is, well, what are you going to do? You got this crummy stuff that's happening outside the world. What are we going to do about it? How do I live in that? And, and I think there's three options. And the first option is 
I could turn around and say, to heck with it. Everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is picketing and throwing firebombs and yelling at their neighbor and uh, doing whatever they want to do and spending money like there's no tomorrow. You know what? I'm going to do the same thing, right? So the first thing I could do is I could just say, I'm in it too. And I'm going to go make those decisions, and I'm going to go participate in all those kind of things, and I'm going to live for me, right? I'm going to live for what I want, when I want it, at the moment that I want it. That's what I'm going to do. If you used to watch the old Star Trek, uh, well, actually not old. It was the middle one, right? Next Generation, and you had the Borg. You are assimilated. That means that when in Rome, I'm going to do what the Romans do. Uh, What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, And I'm just going to live my life for me any way I want. And all of the rest of you, you go deal with the chaos. In other words, I'm going to just join it. And if I can't do anything about it, then forget it. I'm just going to do it too. I think that's option one. Option two is I can go hide. Uh, I can try and insulate myself from the world. Um, I can not participate in virtually anything. I can build as many walls, whether they're technology firewalls or distances in relationship. I'm going to trust no one. I'm going to take care of me, but I'm not going to join you. I'm going to take care of me over here outside of everything else. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. Uh, Leave me alone. That's another option. We can essentially uh, run from society. We can stop we can get off the train, whatever analogy you want to use. That is, that is an option. Um, it seems to me that that would be a very lonely life or could be a very lonely life. It seems to me that that would be difficult to sustain over time. It seems to me that even if I went and hid, I can still be affected by all these things. I can be affected by borders and wars and inflation and shooters that I don't even see coming. It You know, it used to be you know, you kind of knew the rules, like nothing good happens after midnight. Don't go walk in the park all alone. Uh, Don't go hang out with that crowd. Now it just seems like it doesn't matter. These things can happen to any of us at any moment. We can be uh, at school. We can be in a crowd uh, at a July 4th parade, and it just comes out of nowhere. So hiding, to me, doesn't seem satisfactory, and I I don't know that that's going to keep us safe, maybe the way that we intend. And, and then the other part on that is that in that, I don't have any influence. I can't, who am I going to help? I'm only thinking of me. I'm just thinking of me a different way by hiding instead of joining the crowd, which then leaves the third option. And the third option is, how do I live in society and yet maintain my beliefs, my principles, How do I live in society and maintain those things and somehow pass those on to those around me, to my family, to others, to coworkers, to neighbors? How do I do that? And that seems like a more challenging path to me. It seems like if you select that, that that is harder. That is a harder call or task uh, to do. It's a harder ask. But it's also a more selfless task, I think. I think it's a more rewarding task. And honestly, I think it's more realistic. And so if we're going to call a spade a spade, I feel like that option of how do I live in society and yet maintain my principles? How do I be a force for good for others? Um, 
both in my inner circle and outer circle. I, I think that's I think that's the call. I think that's the ask. And I think it starts with saying, look, that's what's going to happen. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to live in fear. And I'm going to do everything in my power to live in society and yet not give up myself. So I think that's where I'm at. And as I talk to people and we, we talk about these things, I, th- I think that's where many of you are at. And so what does that look like? Each of us is different. But I think it starts with setting that goal of that's what's going to happen, that's what I'm going to do. And then I think the second thing within that is what are my core principles? Uh, And you need to understand that. Are you driven first and foremost by faith? Or are you driven first and foremost by family? Or are are those equally important things to kind of put in the pot first? I remember the analogy of, uh, you know, you had a bunch of big rocks and a bunch of small rocks and you have a jar and the, the, the problem that was put by the science professor was, how do you fit it all in the jar? And inevitably, often people would take all the small stuff and they would put that in and uh, then they'd try and put in the big rocks and inevitably it wouldn't fit in the jar. All the stuff couldn't go in the jar. And the secret was you put the big rocks in first and then you pour around it all of the small rocks and then everything that seems like it won't fit in that jar actually does. And I think that, that that's a great analogy. We put the big rocks in first. Faith, family, um, patriotism, um, safety, dependability, quality, work ethic. Those are the principles that we have here. But those are life principles. Uh, when it comes to making a decision, and we make thousands of decisions every day, I'm going to make my decision first and foremost based on safety, faith, family, I'm going to make my decision based on is it helpful to others or is it hurtful to others? And if it's hurtful, I'm not going to do it. And I think, honestly, that's where it starts first and foremost. If we don't do any of that, then we're not healthy. Uh, the other sentence I always use is drowning people can only think about air. Uh, you know, I was a lifeguard and a swimmer for all those years. And whenever somebody was drowning, they're panicked. All they can think about is air, and they're, and they're in the water, and they're flailing. And literally, they taught us to come up behind that person and try and grab them. And, and, and that person may fight you to get the air, and they'd actually teach us to knock the person out if you had to in order to get them to safety. In other words, if you don't put in these big rocks and principles first, you're drowning. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to help anybody. All you're able to do is help yourself. And so it starts there. Get healthy be in a safe place, Uh, be in a safe spot in your mind, Uh, think about what's most important to you, set these goals, I think is where it starts. And then once you're healthy, I think, and my experience, as I watch the person in this room helping me, as I watch uh, people down this hall, as I think about people in my family and those around me, it is in first and foremost the doing of these principles and how they act out or enacted out in life that then draws me to want to be like and emulate them. In other words, I don't think the next step is to sit up on a stand with a, a bullhorn, although someday that may be what you do. I think it starts with being healthy yourself. Uh, and then I think through that example in being in society, and interacting with others in relationship while that's happening, I think it's through that process, first and foremost, that you affect your family, your inner circle, your outer circle, people around you. Notice that, 
and begin to ask the question of how are you able to do that? They ask the question of what are you doing about that? They ask the question of can you help me with this? In other words, you starts with you, and then from that strength, just in your example, you're able to affect the next person. And then as that happens, at some point you may decide, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit more. And you may push out even beyond your comfort zone to help others in your community in a more active way rather than a passive way. And I think that's how that starts for all of us. How do I live in a chaotic world? I, I think it starts with understanding, what am I going to do? Am I going to say, forget it, live for myself and be with them and do whatever? Am I going to live for myself and go hide? Or am I going to stand strong in the middle of society, in the middle of a current that feels like it's changing quickly? Am I going to stand on these principles? What are those principles? What are those goals? And am I going to live that out a thousand times a day? so much so that it becomes part of me. And I think if we do all of those things, which are difficult and take time, pounding that rock over and over of life, I think that is how, over the long run, we change things overall. Because if I do it, and the person in this room does it, and the people down the hall do it, and those that I come in contact do it, and soon it's not just me. It may be a dozen, it may be a hundred, it may be a thousand people, but that's how it starts. That's always how it starts, I believe, to affect change and to live in a chaotic world. I don't have it all figured out. I make mistakes every day. My hope is, though, when I make them, that I get back up on the horse and I say, well, that was hard, and I sure wish I didn't do that. And I should have gone right when I went left. But let's look at this. Let's see what we did wrong. And let's make a better decision the next time. Because all we can affect is the future. And all we can affect is ourselves. And that's where it starts. And I think if we remind ourselves that we have that power and then we start enacting it, I think we can live in a chaotic world. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to listen to some of our archives, please go to traviscompanies.com slash podcasts. We release a new episode each week. And I'd also like to tell you that at the bottom of that page is a link to a form. If you would like to leave some feedback, a question, uh, a concern, or uh, a comment on something that you've heard, we'd encourage you to do that. We look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening.